back-to-back weeks we just come out with the banger starting off the show <laughs> yeah just like i said uh before we came on air i was like i'm gonna flip this table yeah i, I love know that, song. I, uh, that was that saliva Bati- yeah batista's theme gets me pumped it's a really good song it really is because all i think about is his entrance coming on the ramp and him doing like the machine gun yeah thing, that's definitely top, top five for absolutely. me hands down absolutely especially him w- and edge um yeah him edge you know i mean like I love The Rock, so anytime, yeah. rock, you know, his music hits, and you're like, oh, my God. I think what's so cool about it is, it's, is an, electrifying. it's an actual band that made the song. Well, remember, uh, excuse me, I lost my uh, train, train of thought. Of um, remember, back in the early 2000s, late, late 90s, early 2000s, they had a lot of bands doing the yep. songs. Now they, you know. It was the CFOs now. It, before it was Jim Johnson, then it was the CFOs. Now it's somebody else. I forget who. Mostly on NXT. Who does the music now. They have a lot of music. Well, they do a lot of metal stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of all kind of running together now, which... Like the song for War Games is War Pigs by... Um, oh, by, by Sabbath. Christ. Yeah, Black Sabbath. <laughs> by Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no. No, I, f- I forgot the name of, of the... Ba- I was such a... St- yeah, it's Black Sabbath. Yeah, Black Sabbath, yeah. I heard, I heard the first, like, chord. I was like, oh, they're mm-hmm. playing Sabbath. That's going to be really good. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is Sons of Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. I'm your co-host, Thomas Lisi. Always join with the most handsome man in the room, Alex Drayton. Alex, what is going on yeah, today? Uh, nothing much. I am going to feel handsome later. I got a haircut at 1230, so oh we got to make God. this quick. Oh, yeah. Well, well, we got three hours. We got so. three hours, so... We got three hours to just wing it. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this episode, just like all the other episodes, we can't stress enough that we don't have scripts. We don't have morning meetings. We don't sit here and talk about what we actually are going to talk about. Everything comes up the top of the head. No rules, just right. No rules, just right. Outback sponsor us. But this special episode today, it's kind of like unlike any other ones that we did before. No, it's not the wrestling satchel. We're not going to be answering your questions, even though today does mark a new month, December 1st, ladies and gentlemen. So check out our Instagram and Facebook Live for the next episode of The Wrestling Satchel, where you, the listener, gets to determine what we talk about. Today, it's like our own little personal wrestling satchel, where we, the struggling podcasters, get to decide (laughs) what we talk about. So you know what? We're just going to wing it, honestly. There's no script. We never follow a script. I think that's what differentiates us from other podcast out there you know just because i think that a lot of people like to stay in the same path where it comes to us we just talk about the stuff that real wrestling fans want to talk about which is just everything in my opinion yeah well because that's what all we talk about is just everything we always relate something back to when we first started watching which is our our um our best memories and you know everything from then to now yeah and i think that because when you say we watch wrestling or you say that we're a fan of professional wrestling. That topic is so broad. Yeah. And it's so, so much information. If you watched during the golden era, if you watched during the ruthless aggression era, if all you remember is the glass shattering, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, just because of how broad the topic of professional wrestling is. Think about it. There's no off seasons. There is no it's constant. It's constant. It's always Death, there. Taxes and wrestling and wrestling. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, it really Seriously. is. I think that's what's so cool about it. But I was talking to you before 
about um, if you watched a Liv Morgan, uh, just I think it was called Just Live or something like that in the WWE Network. Live Forever. Live Forever. And it really pulled the curtain back on a superstar that I didn't know much about. She's from Elmwood Park? She She's is. She's from Jersey, so yeah. shout out to her. She's from Jersey. Elmwood Park, I think it's up north near Way Paramus. Up, yeah. She used to work Way at the Hooters there. in Paramus. She probably worked with uh, Homeboy, with Enzo. Yeah, well, they did date. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. she had a crazy life because I was watching this show, and her father passed away of a heart attack four months before she was born. Jeez. She was one of seven kids. It was her and her mom. Her mom was a, uh, struggled, but she worked like 60 hours a week as a server somewhere, as a waitress, and gotta she... Do you got to do, man. They built live a ring in the backyard of her house in Jersey with old cushions wow. and they bought some type the like 200 feet of some some type of rope or whatever <laughs> and uh that's that's how she became but she was like a cheerleader in high school yeah. I mean she how old but she she's 26 so she like, loved wrestling I now I got to watch that because I I did have interest in it I, Yeah so I do it's actually really it. good I do like her um, so having this documentary is nice, and they said it was filmed within like what a, a year and a half. Eighteen or months. 18 oh yeah, months. year wow. and a half. Duh. Um, so knowing now that she had a little ring set up in the back, she's for real. Like, yeah. who does that? Yeah. And who helps do that? You know what I mean? Exactly. Somebody who really cares about you. Well, yeah. <laughs> all, she had. A, I think she was the only girl, so she had a lot of uh, all older brothers who watched wrestling. That's how she got into uh, it. So she's got to be tough. Yeah, but. What what was really cool about the documentary is you see she Paul. Took, she took finishers for for sure, man. <laughs> oh, that sounds weird. Hold yeah. On. <laughs> right. yeah. Well, okay, go ahead. What? What, <laughs> what? Remember, no scripts. Right. Yeah, what? Right. What? What Oops. you see that's really cool about this about this documentary is you see Paul Heyman talk about her, and yes. when Paul Heyman yes. talks about the people that are really invested, in, it's really cool because Paul Heyman sees a side of a wrestler that normal people don't see. So when he goes he into detail, it. yes, when he goes into detail, especially after she dropped the riot squad and she went away with a new gimmick, she said he said that there's something about Liv Morgan based off her age and her passion about how she wants to be the best female wrestler. She's only like in what, the company. She's 26. 26 now. Okay. Yeah. So that was really cool to hear his perspective. And now. You don't see much of her, which is kind of a shame because you watch this documentary and then you see her now in SmackDown as part of the Riot Squad, kind of. But she was in the Survivor Series match, made it to the end, yeah. almost. But maybe you'll you don't see, see her, her that much on TV. You'll probably see her this Friday. So yeah. we're recording before SmackDown. We're recording after her thing um, premiered. And I guarantee you, you'll see something about it. On the show, and then her featured in yeah. something. She was the. I think she said that she's the longest tenured. She was the longest tenured signee because she got signed in 2014. Yeah. By WWE. Yeah. So she was in NXT until what 2017 20. Yeah, because the Riot Squad debuted in 2018. And even in NXT, she didn't really have. No, she she, she didn't have a gimmick. She no. came out rapping like 201, like New Jersey. The outfits and stuff yeah. yeah like jersey strong like do you really think that a wrestler from new jersey will ever get over DDP. i mean <laughs> i mean but like that emphasizes the jersey shore like you you see enzo less well yeah well he says he's from new york mostly right no he's from jersey yeah he's from jersey but like you know they always i think they advertise more than new york in him uh, well yeah you can, i mean you can you can hear the uh the tri-state in him let's put it that yeah way, you, you can hear, but I mean? like i wonder if they'll ever have a gimmick of a guy that just like reps jersey no i 
if they would have, they would have, a, they would have yeah. done it already, right? Because we missed that boat with Jersey Shore. Uh, was that 08, 09? Yeah. Well, they had that guy in TNA, Robbie E, who was actually, uh, what's the name? Oh, Stone. Robert Stone. Yeah. He was Robbie E in TNA. Oh, okay. So I didn't so know. So he that had like, that, that Guido gimmick. Oh, all right. But yeah, that's a different company. But like, if you really look at all the wrestlers from New Jersey where we record this podcast, I Jeff. mean, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page, Bam Bam Bigelow, King Kong Bundy, mm-hmm. uh, Liv Morgan, Enzo Amore, AJ Lee. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of other ones. Joey Janela. Yeah. Um, that represent New Jersey or they're billed from New Jersey. Are they really from where they're from? Who knows? But I know like. Yeah. Bam Bam is legitimately from Asbury Park. Mm-hmm. I know that AJ Lee is legitimately from New Jersey. So I mean that's pretty cool to have our state represented, yeah, in uh in wrestling. But I I thought it was a really good special on her, especially because, again, I knew of her. I watched her. She really never got the spotlight. I think it was more Ruby Riot because it's named the Riot the Squad, right? Yeah, she, Ruby Riot did wrestle against um, Ronda Rousey at a pay per view. It was like mm-hmm. a minute long match. Yep. And but, she dislocated her shoulder, or like it was something a, like it was that. A yeah, shoot injury, you know, or a yeah. work injury rather. She's another wrestler that I think has a lot of potential. Ruby Riot. Uh, I just don't know how they're going to use her the right way. It's yeah. tough because right now you're handcuffed on SmackDown with Sasha and now the returning Carmella. Yeah, and there's no mid card for that. No, there's you know, not. I, here's the thing: I think they have a division where they need a mid card. I know we a lot of. I don't complain about having all these titles. But some people do. Other podcasts I listen to, they hate it. They'd rather see the four titles switch between brands so there's, um, you know, you're not just limited to whatever uh, show you're on, which I can agree with that. But then if you're going to keep it this way and you're adamant about it, create a secondary women's title just like you did with the North American Championship and NXT because you have a lot of women majority of the women in professional wrestling are signed to your company yeah because you can't tell me aew's got women they do they do but they come in and they come out but yeah i mean well they have the women's champion hikaru shida but now they well they have the nwa belt the nwa women's belt which is held by serena Serena deeb that belt is sometimes can be a focus of AEW television. Maybe that just tells you how weak that division is. Now, now are we going to see Zelina Vega go there? Maybe, as Thea Trinidad. You never know. It would be nice for her to get a job again, yeah. bud. If she did, um, I'd probably... I think I said this uh, That's the one problem. I'd be happy with that because good for her. Oh, that, and, well, no, she's from New York. Yeah. So yeah. That's the one problem that that is the difference between AEW and WWE. AEW focuses so much, in my opinion, on the tag team division. So basically, it's like AEW focuses on the things that WWE doesn't focus on. WWE is focusing on the things that AEW doesn't. So AEW has a very strong tag team division. They emphasize it almost every show, at least two tag team matches a show. In a two-hour show, you have two tag team matches. That's a lot. That's a lot, yeah. Plus, you have the uh, AEW Dark. So, But they have a very, very bad women's division. I'm sorry. It's pretty bad. And you compare that to WWE, whose women's division is so strong. Granted that the two most polarizing figures in your women's division aren't even in the company right now. One's yeah. on uh, maternity leave. The other one's 
taking a leave of absence in Charlotte and Becky. And then you have the NXT roster of women who can probably go toe-to-toe with anybody you on have, the main roster. You have eight now. of them going into that a War, War Games, Games match. is going to be fuego. Who do you think is the last member of Shotzi's team? Because it's her, her, her they, Rhea, Ember. Oh, and... Uh, you think yeah. it's going to be EO? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it should be EO. You can't insert her the way you did last week over the shoulder mm-hmm. of Raquel Gonzalez and not have her be a part of that in some way. That pay-per-view they is going to be really good. They might leave you hanging. Like, we might not know. Well, listen, we know. We're not idiots. Yeah. But they might just be like, well, it's three people. She couldn't recruit another one. And, um, you know, bing, bing, well, Here bing, goes the phenomenal bing, EO Shirai yeah. music. Music hits. Um, that's going to be a really good pay-per-view, I think, because you have two War Games matches. You have a strap match between Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes. You have a, a lot of fun. What is this, the f- third or fourth War Games now? I four? think it's the fourth. And yes. uh, Undisputed Air has been in is every in single one of them, yeah. this time as a face. That group. just tells you the longevity of that group, because there's... there's think it's about four it. Four years. Think, yeah, think four about years. it. Even before that, they were, but they were still a group. But like yeah. you could have taken Cole and brought him up. Right. You could have taken because Fish and O'Reilly one, and brought against, him up. Uh, Authors of Pain and with Roderick uh, Strong. Roderick Strong, correct. Yeah. That was yeah. when it was only three members on a team. Right. Then yeah. they changed it to four. Yeah. The one last year was really good when Kevin Owens came back. Yeah. Or, well, he didn't come back, but he wrestled in NXT. They were doing a lot match. of cross promotion because you had a Survivor Series that was doing the same he thing. He is so. like the best. He is the best example of a guy that should be in NXT, but he no. wants to be. Yeah, I know. They all want to be. They all want to be in NXT. But, I mean, look at Kevin Owens now. I mean, he's going to get destroyed by Roman Reigns, but... All, uh, like... Yes. It's going to be a great match. It's going to be a typical Roman Reigns match I'm actually looking forward now. to it, but... Yeah, so yeah. am I. So am I. I mean, I think because Owens... Because Kevin Owens can, can bring that intensity. Mm-hmm. I think so. We're getting another level here um, to Roman's character at some point. How vicious can he be? against the guy who's super vicious when he can just turn it on in an instant. He has the potential of flipping a switch. Correct. And delivering a killer promo. Correct. Now, this is the thing that, like you just said, you know, you're absolutely right. This is going to be another side of Roman that's going to be expressed because look at who he is. He's faced Jey Uso and he's faced uh, Drew McIntyre. I don't include the Fiend and Strowman because there was really no, it no. was a one week build up. Yeah, but you have this polarizing figure in Reigns now. Now he's going toe to toe with somebody that can compete with him, if not better than him, on the microphone. But did you see Roman looked at his <clears throat> looked at his cousin Jay and he was like, "He doesn't respect me. What are you gonna do about <laughs> it?" Yeah, that his angle that he's playing such a good asshole. I was telling my wife, I was telling Aubrey, I said, "I love this character." He's a good character. I hate him. And <laughs> I I'm like, hate that's you. his job. But that's <laughs> yeah. his job right now. And if you're if I hate you right now, you're it, it's perfect. Think it's about working. it. I hate the new day. They're doing it for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. It's it is what it is. But the best part of his promo the other day, did, did you hear what he said about like the Thanksgiving leftovers, like I'm a little bitch or something like that? <laughs> that was in reference to Ryback, actually. That was a Ryback reference. Oh. I think Ryback, I read on the 434 it's actually there's like wrestlenews.com it was a link on the 434 something about how ryback was talking shit and mcmahon threw that in there as a jab to ryback so mcmahon can be a little nasty sometimes which is pretty cool i mean yeah yeah the fact see now this is what's so confusing now is now there's so much talk about smackdown being in shambles backstage because mcmahon's been changing the script He's been changing the script on a lot of shit recently. Yeah. 
And I don't think this has been going on for a little while. I mean, this is oh, this God, has been this going is, on for a while. The dawn of time for him. Yeah, like this ain't nothing new. I think. He, well, I mean, he's seventies. He's up there. Seven. Learning, yeah. Yep. 76, 77, So he's knocking on 80s door. Let's put it that way. You know, really soon. <laughs> yeah, he is. Your death's door. <laughs> he's knocking on. You say he's knocking on 80s door. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, yeah. So I mean. This you know we're just gonna wing it. I mean I'm just we're just gonna talk about random wrestling stuff, stuff that the fan wants to hear. I actually had a question from um, Anthony Ferretti, who uh, he's I used to work with him when I was path in Pathmark when I was a kid, and um, he listens to our podcast and he sent me a message saying, you know, what are your top five matches of all time? Jeez, and it's oh, like wow, been, yeah, he put me on the spot. So I mean. You, you know my about it. Yeah, yeah, I mean my top five. I kind of thought about a little bit about it in no order. You know, I'm gonna shoot this out. I'm gonna go one by one. I'm gonna say Steamboat Savage WrestleMania three. Now everybody says, if you want to get into the business, if you want to learn how to be a professional wrestler, you watch Steamboat Savage WrestleMania three. Chris Jericho is on is on tape saying that he memorized that match with his friends move for move it's in a like basement in Canada or something. 90 moves. Yeah. Like, there's a list somewhere. I think it was 37, things. three fall or pinfalls or two counts and the stamina and, and the storytelling is such a phenomenal match. And it's, it's just like a an good wrestling match. Uh, book, you know, hands down. Yes. Hands down the best match of the golden era. I think coming in a close mm. second, which is my second favorite match is Mr. Perfect Bret Hart, SummerSlam 1991. Another match because you see the birth of Bret Hart becoming a singles run, but at the same time, you see two technicians in the match with Mr. Perfect, who doesn't get enough credit for anything that he's ever did, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And you got Bret Hart, who's just as great of a technician, but as an overall face for the company, he lacked, I think, the pizzazz, and he lacked what McMahon saw in a true champion, which was how much money you can sell, how much merch you can per. <laughs> merch, you can merch, merch. Merch. <laughs> merch you can push and being the f- the leader of the company mm. right so i mean right right at the top of the bat those are those are something you know those are two of my favorites right there i mean rock hogan wrestlemania 18 yep. there's another one um you know i was trying to really think about I this like, like uh you know the double turn you have uh austin and um um bret hart yeah, that with the crimson mask. There, that, that was, was another one of mine. WrestleMania that, thirteen. That was good. People say that's the greatest WrestleMania match of all time, and it honestly, wow. it really is. Yeah, it's one of the greatest matches in WrestleMania history, just because of you saw, like you said, a double turn, and then you saw the birth of Austin again, and then you saw the fans really get behind him and start giving so much heat to Bret Hart. All right. I mean, the best. I mean, another great match. What a lot of people don't talk about, in my opinion. I like. Uh, I'm sorry to cut Go you ahead. off. I like uh, Undertaker Edge. I thought that was a great match. Which one from WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah. Um, again, I mean, you can't go to not put an Undertaker match at WrestleMania in top. You know, in your favorite matches is kind of hard because all the storytelling and all the aura of those matches together and you can lump and you know we talked about this yeah. and uh um during our undertaker episode correct yeah. um about the undertaker Shawn michaels triple h was at three four year oh stretch yeah stretch right there it's a three it's to a me if you were to ask me four you know, year storyline story right there i would lump that into one one match if you mm-hmm. ask me because everything 
I had it, you know, it, it was cohesive. Absolutely. So, like, you know, that's also another favorite of mine because it was about storytelling, long-term storytelling. Yeah. That made sense. Um, so, you know, again, there's two Undertaker matches that I, I, I really like. I'm trying to think of something more recent. Yeah, when, to give as a, um, I, I, I'm gonna I'd probably in, have to go through NXT to get a good again, match. I, I was about to say that. I'm gonna throw in NXT. I'm gonna say Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne at Takeover, Ooh. and Walter versus Pete Dunne at Takeover. Well, I heard Walter versus Dragonoff that yeah. just happened was amazing. See, this is what's so funny about WWE programming is when you know they're they're are reading their reviews about these matches. They're reading definitely on Twitter what these fans think and what they do you care about it? They care. What do you want to see? Do you want to see Walter versus Pete Dunn or Dragonoff or do you want to see Lana and Asuka tag team against Nia and Shayna Baszler? Did you see the Nia Jax botch? No. I told you I was like in and out. There was there was a, there was a move set when she ran off the ropes, she ducked under Asuka and Lana held the ropes down, so Nia was supposed to go through, but she stopped in the middle of the ring for like a second, and then she ran through the ropes. Oh, so she and I'm hesitated. like, how do you hesitate going through the ropes like that on a move? Because Asuka... And how does Lana know to set it up perfectly? Well, it was a spot then, in the match. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But she did it. And Lana's trash. Saw, right. Lana's but horrible. But she did it, though. I know. Yeah, but you she's know, horrible. Like, come on. I hate Lana. She's going on the wall. She's on the fucking wall. <laughs> you're on the wall. You're on the... Get her on the That's wall. That's it. You're on you're the wall. You're on the wall. Right. Nah, she's on the wall. She doesn't deserve a push. She deserves nothing right now. The story of... You, it's like Willy Wonka. You get nothing. You get nothing. You lose. Good day. Good day, sir. Um, She really deserves nothing. She got her way in as a valet. She trained to be a wrestler. She does a couple moves on Shayna Baszler. And then she gets a pin we're on Baszler. We're giving her this push, and we just talked about Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. And then know. we can talk about Bianca Belair. And we can talk about Ruby Riot. And we can talk about other you know better women's wrestlers like natalia and all this stuff and lacey evans and peyton royce and and the fact that ember moon has to go down to nxt to be relevant again and the fact that you don't have rhea ripley up from nxt and you don't talk about you shirai and you know it's it's just a shame we'll go off on that tangent again no scripts you know we've seen her match against uh eo which was a banger that was a great match um, and then she came out the next week, so Very last violent. week, which Very I don't violent. think she should have, but I get why she did because it was a setup for War Games, so I, I get it. Because um, I, I wanted her to sell the injury, maybe do something pre-recorded backstage. Um, but anyway, I don't know if I'd want her to move up, but I feel like her time in NXT is done because she won the title, lost the title fought somebody one lost you know whatever so she's done what she her time in nxt is done she didn't need to be there that long but i think her time is up but it's like where would she go reason when i'm getting here is what do you bring her to raw you know charlotte's knocking on the door to come back then you're gonna run that back again which i'm okay with i think you bring Rhea to smackdown so you bring her to smackdown you have a powerhouse on there because you don't really have one. Bianca. Okay. Well, they. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. True. Excuse me. Yeah. I misspoke there, but um. But there's no bigger woman like Rhea's a bigger woman. Right. Right. Tall. I mean, Bianca is too. I yeah. Mean, you know. But so, like, I think Rhea's taller, a little bit more wider than Bianca is. Bianca's oh, she's just broad. Uh, yeah. Rhea looks like a, a tall triangle. Yeah. That's what. And Bianca's is. just ripped. Yeah. Like she's ripped. Just shredded. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
So, yeah, I guess, you know, she could go either place. Better fit would be SmackDown. And for her, the way SmackDown is operating right now, it would be a blessing um, because there's more storyline. There's more opportunity there. Um, And I really think that SmackDown as a show overall is, like, it's definitely the A show. Oh, yeah. 100% the A show. Let me tell you why. The millions of dollars Fox is giving them. And oh, money helps. Money helps, and Roman Reigns helps, and Roman Reigns selling right now. Roman Reigns' new character, I'm going to put this out there, has done more for the rest of the wrestlers and the SmackDown show than if he would have stayed face and continued. Absolutely, right his character and his where his trajectory, where he's going, is doing so much for everybody else in the backstage. I think it's great that there's because no fans it opened, too. Yeah. He, that's the only reason why he's getting over right now. So when the fans come back, he he was the one who mastered this COVID thing because he benefited, I think, the most from this. Absolutely. From no crowd. Um, now, like getting back to what I was saying is everybody else is benefiting from Roman being a heel now because all the other faces that you have back there who are really strong, Big E, you know, whatever, have opportunities to do other stuff on the card, move up. Um, whereas Roman was faced, I don't think they'd have that opportunity. They would still kind of be stuck. Roman's character would be stuck. It would be stale. We really wouldn't care about SmackDown outside of maybe Sasha Banks and Bailey. And now Carmella's in, in, inserted in this, and Bailey's going off to do her own thing. So I think you're going to see Bailey and Bianca have a little program. Yeah. Yeah. You got a little glimpse of that. Yeah. A little taste. And that's Friday. good. That's yeah. good for Bianca because Bailey should go. I mean, B- Bianca should go over. Yeah. Bailey had her her run. Now she's going to catch some L's, mm-hmm. and uh, which is definitely know. deserving because right. it's doing the job. It's part of the business. Three hundred and seventy something days as a champion. Three hundred and eighty days. I think three hundred and eighty days as a champion. I think it's time. Like we always said, like when is this going to change? When is this going to happen? So the fact. I mean, again, as if you're a real wrestling fan, you'll know that if Bailey's a champion for a long time and then she starts losing, it's because of. It's like not a punishment, but it's just the result of being a champion for a long time. Yeah, we we've seen that all a lot, you know. We see that all the time when, right. when champions become world heavyweight champions, they fade away. Right. Look at AJ Styles. Here's look, your right. Look at Kevin Owens. AJ Styles is a perfect example. Kevin Owens is still, you know, he, okay, so he's getting an opportunity at Roman Reigns. This is so years it's ago. It's a brief yeah. one, but yeah, with him years ago, mm-hmm. he had that uh, quick Universal Title. Look stint. at the Fiend. Yeah, the Fiend was champion twice. Yeah. Held it for what? Well, the first time he was champion when he beat uh, Rollins in Saudi, mm-hmm. he was he held it and then he lost it to Goldberg. Uh, Come on, he lost it to Goldberg. Then Strowman got it because of Reigns didn't want to wrestle. And you know who else lost it to Goldberg? Uh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's it's the six it's the six degrees of Goldberg. You know what I mean? Who's just uh, uh, that, yeah? I'm not even gonna tell yeah, him. Don't, just, don't waste your breath. It's, brother. it's 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 just a waste of time. <laughs> It's there's, there's no need to talk about Goldberg on this podcast. This, yeah. this is Goldberg. He was a football player. He became a wrestler. He turned around WCW, and then he ruined Bret Hart's career. He almost ruined the Undertaker's career. He almost ruined a lot of people's careers. Um, he got embarrassed by William Regal on live television, and he has six moves, and that's it, and one catchphrase. Mm-hmm. And he goes over on Brock Lesnar in 60 seconds. And then he eliminates Brock Lesnar from the Royal Rumble. He beats Kevin Owens to be champion. Then he, he almost eliminated right. He almost eliminated <laughs> himself backstage yeah. by running his head through. A wall. Yes, and he <laughs> cut his head door. open. Yeah, right. on live television before you're going out for this huge promo. But right. 
I don't whatever. I don't want to talk about Goldberg now. Now I'm getting all hot now. You know, I'm getting hot. Who turn you the hate? Fan up. Turn, turn the, the fan oh the up. fans on high. We had to turn it low. Lord. Yeah. I mean, there's a sweat box in here. Christine shut the vent off on the, on the. Um, oh, in the room. That's yeah, what she was, was screaming a, about. Yeah, it was oh, a okay. sweat box before. So, like but sweat um, hogs. yeah, sweat hot. But you texted me the other day, and apparently we have a new fan. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you why don't you go into this because this is a cool story, ladies and gentlemen. Sunset Flip Radio is touching the hearts of of all ages. Of out all there. ages. Yeah. So, um, my wife Aubrey. Um, works at uh, this fertility doctor that we go to, and um, she works with this girl, and her son is a huge wrestling fan. So my wife gave um, her our little uh, Sunset Flip uh, podcast card that we had made with all the information on it and everything with our logo and stuff. And, um, you know, she gave it to him. She's like, look, um, you know, I know somebody who does a wrestling podcast. Um, so he started tuning in and he's been listening to the episodes, um, you know, and, uh, so we wanted to write uh, us a goddamn review, right? Write us a review. <laughs> he's 10. I, I think. know. I'm so kidding, like, look, I mean, he could, he, he, he can read. I mean, yeah, I know. he's 10 years old, 10 years old. You know, a lot of stuff. Um, so yeah, so he's our, our first, uh, like little fan like today. Um, I know he's going to rush home to do whatever he's got to do. Just oh, so, so he, he knows that today. we're recording today. He does. Okay. Yep. Because he told his mom, he's like, Mom, I got to listen to my podcast today. <laughs> and then. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, That's cool uh, to that, hear. That made me. That made me happy. Um, it also made me like tear up a little bit, you know, because it, it, that's cool. Like we've talked about this and how it how this podcast like means so much to us just yeah. because we're the boyhood the dream has come true. We're two fans and we're two buddies. And like, you know, just to have just one little fan who like looks <laughs> forward to it. Outside of like our wives, like you know, it's really cool. No, I'm serious. It's actually really touching. We and, like we do, there, yeah. we do love it. And uh, his name is Justin. So Justin, thank you for listening. Way to go, Justin. And we for, appreciate those downloads. And for being a really big fan, uh, we got you something special. So uh, I'll be sending it um, uh, to work with Aubrey to give to your mom, who will give it to you. Um, so we got you a WWE wrestling ring, and we have some figures coming. So I'll give yeah. that to you in the next week or so okay but um, but thank you for listening and sorry if we curse too much <laughs> it's a little gift from from sunset for radio to you justin yeah. uh 10 had, years old man that's a great age to watch wrestling dude when i was, was 10 like, years old it was um, awesome you know we had mentioned about doing a toy giveaway yes. for this month and yes. uh you're the first yeah because he said i think to his mom he was like mom they're doing a, i gotta listen yeah, this is what it was i gotta listen because they're doing a giveaway for the toys and i want to you know, I want to try to get one. So, like that, uh, I almost cried in my house. Uh, so, you know. Well, congratulations, Justin. You yeah, are, buddy. Well, you know what? Ironically, today is December first. So, That's what right. what we're gonna do is we are going to give a giveaway for every episode this month, leading yeah. to our last episode of the month, ladies and gentlemen, the infamous return of the wrestling satchel. But what did I call it earlier today? I said Santa's sunset santa's satchel. satchel yes it's a christmas Triple episode S, yeah. of uh the wrestling satchel and we're gonna have a couple special guests uh we'll give the, we'll leave that for a surprise for um later on in a couple weeks but uh every episode will be giving away something this week luckily justin is the winner he'll be receiving a couple toys and a wrestling ring from sons of foot birdio and if you listen to this episode give us a review on apple Podcasts then you will be in the running to be the winner of our next week's giveaway. Yes. And we're going to be posting about the giveaways 
every week leading up to our new episode, which is normally in the beginning of every week. Right. We don't know what we're going to give away, so there's the surprise. That's the surprise. Right it could be anything wrestling related. Yeah. A t-shirt, a figure, a coaster, an ornament. One of your many Akeems. <laughs> One of my 42 Akeems in the corner. <laughs> Um, it could be anything. So, uh, from right. us to you here at Sunset Radio, thank you for listening to us. Again, you can find us on uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, write us a review. Um, but going back to uh, the art and sport of professional wrestling, right? So, we have TLC coming this month, and we're going to start seeing some matches being brought up. The first one is AJ Styles and Drew McIntyre. Now, I think this is going to be a great buildup for a match because I think I think AJ Styles is a really good opponent for Drew McIntyre because he's not yeah. he's, he's not a big guy, yep. but I think that he's gonna get the most out of McIntyre in a match, in yeah. my opinion. Um, just because AJ Styles is very good, and I think he deserves to be where he is at for a reason. Yeah. Um, and I don't think his bodyguards gonna get involved in much in anything. Amos, Omis, whatever Omis, his name Omis, is, Amos. famous Amos, famous Amos. You know what I mean. But to see AJ Styles, if you look at what AJ Styles did, he was a champion. Um, he feuded with Ambrose. He feuded with Jinder. He was a U.S. champion. He feuded with Cena. Like the guy's been. He beat Brian to be the Intercontinental Champion. So like. He's been going like a ping pong ball left, right. Yeah. He's in the OC. He's in a stable. And it's been a while he's since he. Well, I mean, losing to Ricochet he and Ricochet's losing to a Ricochet. shovel because he's getting buried. So I mean, like <laughs> yeah, AJ Styles, I think, is on this huge whirlwind. I think because he was carrying SmackDown during the time of the whole it's Intercontinental happened. run, he's getting repaid with this. Styles yeah, he is, in my opinion. I think he knows he's got only so much. This is his last contract. Yeah, this is uh, this is this is his so last run in the tank. I would love like to Mark see Henry, him. But... I would love to see him win the belt. Yeah, I, I think he will have it for an extent, pretty extensive run. I'll, I don't I know if say he's about gonna... a six monther. I would love to see AJ Styles have the belt again. He um, might have the belt before he leaves. Yeah, I think and I'm he okay will. with that. Because he deserves it. But the in a short period of time, what, what has he been around for about five years, give or take now? Uh, he debuted at the 2016 Royal yeah, Rumble. so, you know, going on five years. Yeah. So five years will be uh, Royal Rumble this time uh, next year. It was 2016, right? Or was it 2015? Sometime. 15, 15 16, 16. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Five, six year, whatever. Um, needless to say, he's there. And since he's stepped foot there... You know, when if if you go back five years ago, he was thirty thirty eight. Yeah, no, give yeah, take? it'll so, be because he his first now. WrestleMania match was thirty two, so it'll be five years. Next five years, year. okay, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so he he was like late thirties. Now mm-hmm. he's in the early forties. Um, you know, he looks like he can go forever. I don't think yeah. he's lost a step. No, at all. I think he's very good. Yeah, I think what's really good about him is he can wrestle. He can talk. I'm just happy he's he can, here with He can lose. Mm-hmm. He can lose, but make it look graceful. Yeah. Um, he can lose. Not too many people can lose, and it doesn't hurt you. It does. Yeah, yeah. you're right. And, I mean, now the, you throw the Miz in. I don't know what's up. The, the only thing I like about AJ Styles is there's so many wrestling figures of AJ Styles. You notice that, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, there's... I, I mean, listen, it's, it's it's AJ Styles. Like, it's her cash cow right now. Yeah. He's got so much merch with the gloves and the vests. And the shirts. Like $100, the yeah. shirts. 
No, but honestly, when you go to any Walmart or Target, there's legitimately maybe three or four AJ. And and Jeff, you'll Jeff Noise, um, you'll know. He told me this term. It's a peg warmer. They call it because you know the pegs. That's what that's what they call them. The figures sit on just to keep it there. Just to keep it there, you put AJ Styles figures there. Honestly, every time I've been to Walmart or Target, used to be Cena. Cena. Now it's now it's AJ Styles. Because I don't know why no one's buying him. Maybe because they just make so much of him. I've seen a lot of Seth Rollins on the shelves also. Oh, yeah. I see a lot of Seth Rollins. I see a lot of uh, some Roman Reigns. A lot of Braun Strowman, too. I've seen that at Walmart today. Yep. A lot of Braun. A lot of Braun Strowmans. I mean... Which is... It it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, I guess. You gotta think about it. Well, he's off TV now because he fought uh, Adam Pierce. Kayfabe suspended. Kayfabe suspended. Maybe he's legitimately <laughs> keeping hurt. Alive. Keep, keeping Kayfabe alive, baby. Well, the what I'm happy about, yeah, he's got to be hurt. What I'm happy about is he didn't get inserted into this match against um, Drew McIntyre, which I thought that's where the dirt sheet said it was going to go. That's like what the, internet the was dirt sheets did. Dirt <laughs> sh- <laughs> <laughs> the dirt sheets. The damn dirt sheets. No, the dirt sheets did say that. Mm. So, so I'm happy it went there because if not, um, I thought Sheamus was going to kind of get inserted into this in a way. Um, and maybe he will be um, after they kind of like – they teased the bag a little bit on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what happens. You tease the bag, get the mess. Yeah, man. you get the mess. Uh, something's going to happen with Sheamus. He's, you smell a turn on McIntyre. Will he cost him the match at TLC? They literally said it. They yeah. literally said it yesterday. It's like, I'm going to go turn on my best friend. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's going to put us in the Royal Rumble territory. So, Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre, Royal Rumble. You got to push Sheamus to the moon, then, if, if that's the case. It's to... a placeholder because there's something coming up. You want to keep the Apparently, you want to keep the title on him for a reason. No, this is the thing that the WWE does, which I really don't understand. Why do you need to show video packages? And why do you need mm-hmm. to show all this emphasis mm-hmm. on Drew McIntyre, who is now... The Scottish warrior, not the Scottish psychopath. psychopath. Um, Well, you can't have a a face champion be called a psychopath. And also, that's kind of a a, a problematic term anyway. um, I don't understand the whole necessary need for video packages and all this stuff. It's like a quarter of the show was a video package. It was. From the moment the show started to the end was all video packages. I don't understand why. We all know three weeks ago he was doing this. We all know know two weeks ago he was champion. uh, He beat Brock. He beat Orton. And then, you know, like, I don't need to see this shit. Like, don't. There's normally an end game there. You're pushing him to the moon. Yeah. We We don't need to see the recycled vignettes and the recycled... That's that's what you got the ten. That's what you got nine ninety nine for, man. Right. That's what you got but, the network for. I mean, but you got to listen. It's it's not for us. A lot of this stuff that we see is not really for us. Like SmackDown is a show for us. Raw is for like everybody else. Yeah, well, maybe they're pushing Let McIntyre to the moon. Let it marinate. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they're pushing McIntyre to the moon, and maybe these vignettes of him is something that that will pay off in the end. I right. hope so, yeah. I mean, when they do the video packages, they normally do pay off, yeah. We, we do get a good resolve from it. Um, now you're going to get video packages between him and AJ. Um, now, do, Maybe uh, this AJ feud. This a, AJ Styles is too big of a player to only have a one and done. Yeah. This TLC match is going to end. It's going to be a, either a stipulation so nobody wins clean and AJ wins 
Well, no, I get the stipulation. He's AJ's showing. not going to win. Anyway, well, what I'm getting at is if, if it's a one-on-one match, just a regular match at TLC, it's going to be a DQ of some sort, and we're going to run this back come Royal Rumble because that's where the money is, the Royal Rumble match yeah. between those two guys. Which would be a Tropicana Field. Yes. Because they December should be 11th, moving. Oh, 11th. Yeah. So December 11th, uh, we're we, – like, <laughs> We at WWE now. The WWE is moving Thunderdome. <laughs> go. I want to. I want to set up the ring. Dude, I want to do that. I look for I'd, jobs. I know you all do all the time. There's always writer WWE. jobs. They cycle through writers like you know. We do. You know what they should underwear. really do? Besides listen to our podcast, I think it's that on Flip Radio. Yeah, <laughs> on uh, po- on Podbean and Apple Podcast. Um, do you really need someone to graduate from an acclaimed? college or university with a degree in journalism or no we don't have a degree in journalism or, we just have technology we just, we just have knowledge and we just our brains are like sponges when it comes to the product don't what you do, don't do you, you want someone in there writing that knows about the product rather than someone that comes from the tv background they don't care it, you're you're over thin don't waste your breath because i'm just saying in a perfect world absolutely yeah but then like us as rabid fans we go off on so many tangents. We're like, oh, we get too excited. Those writers are trained enough to know, okay, here's something. We're going to stick to it. Let's see it through. Not that they do because they can just pull the plug on stuff. But, yeah, but I mean, some of the storylines that they do is complete I get trash. It. Oh, it's, it's garbage. It's garbage. Possibly I mean, it's, it's – I mean, what's what's the worst What's the worst promo that you've ever seen or the worst segment in Raw history? For me, one uh, of them is the – uh, the Alexa Bliss and Bailey, it's your life. <laughs> My wife just texted me at Brick Target. How many effing AJ Styles can they have? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. We just talked about that about ten minutes ago. Yeah, he's a he's a peg warmer. Um, that's awesome. That's so. That's so. Uh, that's so crazy. She her ears must have been ringing too. Yeah. That's great. That's funny. That's a great technology. That's awesome. What was I saying? Oh, no. Like, the worst Raw segments. Like, I can go back to, like, this is your life, but Alexa and Bailey was really bad. Remember Bobby Lashley's sisters came, which were, like, with Sami Zayn? That was horrible. Uh, The New Day Time Machine thing. That was very bad. That was bad. Well, because they were with the Vaude Villains. Yeah. 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 Um, That whole Lana Lashley wedding angle was just trash from the bad. beginning. Any, any wedding angle is trash. The test, aside no, from Macho and the, yeah, the match made in heaven. The uh, the test Stephanie McMahon angle was good because then you saw the birth of yeah. Stephanie with Triple H that'll yeah. lead to all the shit, and then you saw the burial of Test after that. Oof, yeah, that's a little. That's... He was buried literally. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. Li- Figuratively and literally, because uh, yeah. Tess is not alive anymore. <laughs> yeah, Christine was like, I was like, who they have? She goes, they had Bobby Fish, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Xavier Woods, Roman Reigns, John Cena, Braun Strowman. That's a series 70. Hold on, let me check the back of my Io Shirai. Yes, that's the series 79. The series 80 has an, uh... oh, and she said Io Shirai. So right now they're still the seventy nines. The eighties aren't out yet, and the only one from the eighty I want is the Rocky Johnson and the uh, it, the Kevin Owens is really nice because it comes with a piece of a ladder and it says "Stun Owens Stun" on the oh, shirt. Oh, sweet! Yeah, sweet. And it's really funny because 
The Kevin Owens that I'm looking at, your Series 66, the new one is a lot bigger than that one, so maybe they're emphasizing... Um, his weight gain. <laughs> yeah, his what? weight gain. Or are they tall, like taller? Yeah. Like, what's this typical size right here? Because there's sixes and twelves, right? What? Isn't inch that... figures? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's a twelve-inch this... figure? Do you have any of them? No, I just have. Well, These are all six. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then yeah, Jeff yeah, said the those are like three and four, four inches, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, because right. they they were meant to resemble like GI Joes, but. No, the elites, and you can tell how the difference between the series ones and the elites ones. You can just tell, like the obviously the amount of detail. Oh, 100%, like percent, man. The series yeah. ones, they all have like the same abdominals, and like the elites, you can tell there's actually it's a co- it's like a cookie cutter, um, yeah, figure. Like I'm looking at Adam Cole, and I'm looking at Bray Wyatt. Well, all I know by looking at their chest where they can actually move. I always look for, you know, I mean, obviously elite. You know, you're gonna pay a lot more for it but you can always see where they can bend in the uh in the abdomen area mm-hmm. that little cut right there because then they're R- like, they like 20 40 points you know yeah. like crazy so welcome back to the sons of flip toy podcast no, <laughs> right. again ladies and gentlemen we were just winging it you know what i mean we we're just gonna talk about anything uh kind of wrestling related oh yeah by the way wings bone in or bone out i'm a bone in guy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean I'll, I'll my wife doesn't like any chicken with bones in it at all Oh, really no and and i'm like do you know you know us being chefs i'm like do you know how much more money i have to spend because of your ass i'm like you know a piece cut man is ridiculous bone in chicken i can get as hell i can get an eight to ten pack of chicken thighs 48 48 pounds for two (laughs) dollars for like maybe four bucks yeah and i'm like what and the double and it's double that for bone out because the work is done for you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, man. Anyway, to answer your question, no, I, I, I like bone in. Yeah, so do I. I don't like what they call flats. Oh, see, yeah, I like a mix. Oh, Drum, not, drums yeah, are flats. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like them both, but if I had to pick one, I like the drums. If anybody out there that wants to make us chicken wings or knows anybody that would sponsor us about chicken wings, that'd be awesome. Well, so, so speaking of chicken wings, so Tom and I, before we started this lovely podcast and had an idea about it, oh, well, yeah. Tom had an idea. I just jumped in three episodes in. Um, let's be real. Um, no, we had the, you, you are the co-host. We had the, oh, God, we are this both is co-hosts. like five years ago. This is ago, five years ago. We talked about doing a food truck when I was on this food truck kick, still kind of am. Um, to do king of the wing all chicken wings different uh sauces and maybe a couple other food items i'll tell you what that 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 still works today <laughs> yeah if i can a, call up it's a wrestling related food truck yeah king of the wing so the, come on why has nobody done it so don't the, steal my so idea the sauces, i'm going down the freehold right now to yeah patent <laughs> the sauces will be would be named at the wrestling holds and we, t- we talked about all the shit and how we wear lucha masks when we're working and all and that we, stuff. Oh, you can't. You get sweat. I'm I'll looking sweat at you. All and you're sweating. For no, no actually, I'm cool right now. I'm very, I'm very happy about that. Right. But it was a legitimately a can good you, idea can you that we thought of. Dri- seeing somebody drive a food truck with a lucha mask on, I'd oh, lose my shit. That's so great. King of the wing. King of the wing. Let's make it happen. It can totally work. We can do our podcast while we're driving. <laughs> we can double down. Yeah. Because I don't want to do this cooking thing for other people. That's that I, much longer. I don't. I'm I don't do it for myself. So. Yeah. Again. This podcast, I would like to two things. I would like to take on the road. Yeah, take it on the road. We'll just do be them signed all by somebody. And and, yeah, uh, be signed by somebody where they pay us to talk about wrestling, 
or get marketing and promotions from other companies for to pay us to talk about wrestling and for me to never work in a kitchen again. That's my goal. Somebody else's kitchen. Yeah, someone else's kitchen. Like, if you threw a food truck at me and said, make some wings, okay, cool. Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. It's like, you know, you know buffalo, the, the blue blazer buffalo sauce. You know what I mean? Just something totally random. God, these are such good ideas. Yeah, Batista's so buffalo sauce. You know what I mean? Well, we have to watch with that because yeah. we have we have to get really Bootista. creative. <laughs> blue Tista? <laughs> Boo this man. <laughs> blue Tista's blueberry barbecue sauce. There you go. Blueberry barbecue. I never Got had it. that. I never had blueberry barbecue. Dude, I used to make it at Dive. Really? Yeah. So we used to make uh, pulled pork tacos. Um, Hard or soft? All soft. I, I hate corn tortillas. Get the fuck out of my life. Get out of here. I like hard shells. So if you're gluten free, I apologize. <laughs> but um you know, so I used to make um pulled pork tacos, um shredded pulled pork, which I would do like Spanish style, so I'd make it like a beni. And then uh shred that up, put that on the taco with uh some pico de gallo and a blueberry barbecue sauce that had jalapenos and cinnamon in it. Uh damn jalapenos. <laughs> Fucking rock your socks, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Oh and slaw and like slaw. Stuff. Yeah. I oh like tacos. Jesus. Um, I got the recipe. It's in. It's in the phone. It's, it's up <laughs> it, here. It's in the. It's in the noggin. It's in the skull. It's yeah. in the sponge. I like hard and I like soft tacos. I really don't have a pre- preference. I mean, look at me. I'll eat anything. It's like wings. I mean, boneless wings to oh, me. Oh yeah, Tom is is the how how many years running champ now? And I your am, title still holds am, because yeah. you know, we can't do it this year. I am the Atlantic City Beer Fest. Three-time defending wing-eating champion. I, I can't wait for you to be five-time. Five-time. Five-time five time WCW think champion. I ate 20 wings in two minutes and 10 seconds on the bone. So it's like one wing every six seconds. Jeez. Yeah. Or seven seconds. Gosh. I don't know. And you know what's really funny? Like, the people that Who's do counting? it. Yeah, you sign up for it. And, like, you know, we're like, every year it's the same thing. Like, I go in. I stand on the lawn to eat chicken wings, you know, <laughs> free chicken. wings. Yeah. And I'm like kind of buzzed, you know, cause you're at beer fest, right? you know what I mean? So everyone's online and they're talking about, oh man, you know, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm just, re- I'm doing this cause I'm really hungry. I'm like, okay. Then there's me in the corner. Like I want to win this fucking thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my, my, uh, How are you? I'm a professional, uh, competitive eater. <laughs> Slash struggling podcaster. <laughs> um, no, but I mean like <laughs> amateur podcast. Yeah, <laughs> amateur podcast. Pro eater, per- amateur podcast. Yeah. I don't like the the possibility of winning that every year is something that fuels me. But I mean, like, so the first time I did it as a joke, thinking that I that okay, am yeah, I going to win don't this? Know too many people who do something as a joke and end yeah. up winning. No, because you know Jay and Ed. Actually, the first first time that we that heard that sounds about like it, a Jay and Ed dare or something. No, nah, like they, talk, they just they talked you with beer yeah. muscles into that. And well, they, they just give me like like they they talk so much hype around me, like oh you can do this. I'm like I know I can do this. Like the first couple of years where they advertised, I didn't do it. Uh, and then one year I'm like I'm going to do it. And since then I've been doing, but you know, there, there comes a time where you you know, you gotta, you gotta hang in. No, you gotta don't tell you, me you gotta hang it up. You gotta hang up the wet naps oh and you gotta, God. you know, decide. This is a sad day. Yeah. This is a sad day. Holy I don't know crap. if I'm going to do it soon, but, um, well, it's not like you can anytime soon with COVID. Oh yeah. The, so the, the, you're, you're, um, the beer fest was already postponed twice. I don't think it's going to happen again. It's wow. supposed to be in April, 
But who knows what's going to happen with everything going on? Just like the WWE, yeah, who, who knows when they're going to get wings six uh, six uh, feet away from each other? Yeah, like who knows with the WWE though? Like with the, WrestleMania, yeah, back to wrestling. Like what's going to happen with events? Like are they really going to have WrestleMania in California where the Rams? Like did you hear about the Forty ers No, the Bills play the Forty ers on Monday night. Okay, and the county that the Forty ers play in, the governor well, suspended all sporting activities. Ooh. So. The 49ers are hosting the Bills, but the game's in Arizona. The game's not in San Francisco. Wow. That's really weird. So, like, if you think about it. Every uh, California team's got to move out then. Um, The Rams, no, the Rams played their game against the 49ers in their county. It's different counties. But we're in Santa Clara County, I guess it is. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens with that. But if there's no fans in California right now. And you have WrestleMania in five months, because technically it is five months away. Yeah. Are things going to change in five months to the point of you selling that thing out? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen now? We're going to have WrestleMania, in my opinion, at the Thunderdome, which who knows where it's going to be because in April, baseball starts. Yeah. So you have Tampa Bay Devil Rays who play at the Tropicana Field, the new Correct. location of the Thunderdome. Basketball's going on yeah. at that time. And well, it may not. Yeah, may or may not at that point. Basketball depends on it. No, basketball's going to go on. Yeah, that'll be the end of the season. I mean, April, hockey in the playoffs, so you can find a team that doesn't make the playoffs. But then you have to start looking into other arenas, like uh, different states. Yeah, they're looking. I know they look at Texas, stadium, yeah. North Carolina. But it's it's all going to be interesting. I mean, for right now, they know what they're doing, but I know that they're thinking about long term plans. Well, because it messes up all their other plans going forward. Because you know the the WrestleMania, like their committee or whatever, it's always like, screw a the mania. Now, what about the Royal Rumble? Uh, when, when we talked about the art of the pay per view, we talked about so much about how Royal Rumble is just this this wonderful pay per view where programs begin, storylines begin, moments happen, unpredictable you moments. Have no fans getting hyped that the they're counting down the number, which they'll pipe it in anyway. Yeah. Um, getting ready for somebody to make a return or whatever and then you <clears> come the out rock. and there's right and there's no one there and you got to just perform <laughs> yeah you got to kind of act well you're already kind of acting but you have to act like yeah entertainment excuse me um you have to act like um they're there and the show you know goes on and get hype and stuff. it's like ah, it's just different it is but, different. i mean listen it's a sign of the times and what do we have to do we have to keep adapting yeah. So there's nothing else you can do, and they've been doing a pretty good job at, you know, with this Thunderdome thing. It sounded crazy at first, but it looks good. It I looks mean, good. I I can't it keeps evolving. Compare. Yeah, it does. And we'll see what it looks like on the 11th. I mean, you can be like Impact right now, who have no fans, or you can be like AEW, where you have limited fans in certain areas. With, yeah, but that's you know, still weird too. Well, they're far away, but you know, they always show the camera on them just to prove the point of it. Yeah, we're no, having fans oh, we, at we the shows. It, yeah. 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 But the Thunderdome, it's turning into something. I guess NXT I think, has fans. Yeah, NXT has fans too. They're kind of close to each other too. You notice that? I did notice. That. Unless there's like pods and like unless like they're broken up, but like you know, into like yeah, yeah, that's a lot of pl- uh, plexiglass. Yeah, I I like what WWE is doing. I gave it shit in the beginning because you didn't know what to expect. But between the pyro and between the making it feel like a real arena, yeah, it's a lot better than being in the performance center. Because in the performance center, just especially with the enhancement talent standing on the just clapping, it just it really didn't give any feel. 
Yep. Now with the pyro and the entrance yeah. ramp and the Titantron and all the stuff, it's given the feel. So it's going to be the same in that Tropicana Field. It'll just be different how they set it up because Tropicana Field is it's huge. It's a baseball field. So we'll see how it goes with that. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing baseball fields for the Royal Rumbles mm-hmm. recently, but yep. obviously fans are there. So there, there's a way to do it, but with the Thunderdome, it's a closed setting. So how do they shrink it? And make it, you know, you know, fit what they're doing right now. So they have some challenging, you know. Although that is a dome, so you know, they have some some challenges ahead of themselves. So they have to figure that out. Like um, when they had when they had the Royal Rumble in, I forgot which was it Safeco or was it Minute Maid Park where uh, the end, where Minute the rest Maid, the Maid, wristers came, came out, out of the dugout. Correct. It was Minute Maid Park. It was yeah. Uh, not last year. It was the year before. Yeah, they came out. Of, they were in Arizona last yeah, year. Yeah, they came out of the dugout, which yep. is pretty cool. So, like, they're walking up the stairs, and then they're coming out. Hey, don't trip. Yeah, don't Those trip. Those dugout steps are pretty steep. Yeah, they are, they are kind of steep, yeah. yeah. But it, it's it's just everyone adapting, like you said. It's mm-hmm. all about adaptability, and we're adapting as wrestling fans, and we're adapting to what wrestling can do right now with everything going on as a fan. Yeah. And will it change? We don't know. I mean, right now with the whole vaccine and everything going on and, you know, we're going to have a new president in January. So then, you know, maybe Joe Biden will be doing things that may put us behind on schedule or put us forward on schedule. So you never know. <laughs> By God, that's Biden's music. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he rolled his ankle. Did you hear about that? I see. Yeah, he's yeah. playing with his dog. Uh, but you never know what's going to happen. So, I mean, that's another factor, too. Yeah. So we'll 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 see what happens with that, but um, I mean, just for right now, you got to be happy with what with what wrestling is doing. You got to be happy with. I'm thankful because, like, I yeah, it's we've always talked about this. It's something to look forward to every yeah, like it's three day, you know, every you know, other Tuesday day, night. What am I gonna do on Tuesday night? Am I, gonna, am I gonna watch Chopped on the Food Network? No, probably not. I'll probably pop on the WWE Network, nine ninety nine a month. Throw cheap, on some cheap plug. cheap plug. Throw on like in your house. I don't know. Fucking... Big mama's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. put on like Armageddon from two thousand four. Oh and, lord! And, and watch yeah. just some random pay per view. You know, just because that's Cy- what I would Cy- want to do. It? Cyber Tuesday. Cyber Cyber Sunday. Sunday. Cyber Sunday. Yeah, which really didn't make sense because they already predetermined the winners. I mean, obviously, yeah, I know with the yeah. yep, yeah, whatever. And the stage was the big keyboard. Yeah. You can hop on it like in big and just type <laughs> like it's a piano. <laughs> that's an old ref. That's an old wash reference for him. For, for oh, me. I love that movie. Big. I love big. Yeah. One of Tom Hanks is better early movies that and the burbs, the burbs hilarious and the money pit, even another good one. But, um, we could be turning into a podcast about Tom Hanks movies, but we are a podcast about the art and sport of professional wrestling. Damn right. right. And oh, did you? I gotta cut you off. Did you see that spot last night? Uh, I was gonna, with Hardy. Yeah, I saw dude. That. Oh my god, my I I think I kind of like. I think he hit it. He hit his head on the step. He did hit his uh, head. He, I was like, wow, that's a that's a tight spot to put him in because it was where the barricade was turning. There wasn't a lot of room between the floor and the stairs, and he set everything up there. He did the swanton, hit him. And then banged his head. And you can't miss it. He hit him, fell back, 
and then he got up and started playing a tambourine to his own music. <laughs> like, Come on, yeah. I mean, you saw the referee rush in there and say, are you okay? Are you yeah, okay? Which like, is definitely deserving because he legitimately hit his right, head. Because you don't want him, the other Hardy wrestling and getting a concussion as we've seen on AEW. And they didn't go to check on him. Oh, I mean, he cracked his head open on the concrete. Yeah. The, on the concrete. Cool, because he missed it. <laughs> yeah, he missed completely. it. <laughs> Holy crap! Man. And then, like, hey, well, that, the whole story oh, with did. him and the he whole did. story with him and Samuel Guevara was just crazy because there was a spot where Guevara threw the chair at him and he cut him open legitimately, and then everyone's mad at Guevara backstage, and his family is giving him shit. His wife's cursing him out on Twitter, and then we go. Yeah, to the, his wife needs to stop first. Yeah, because she she. What what's the word? Uh, she stirs the pot. Catalyst. Yeah. 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 She's the worst. And then the I forgot what pay per view it was. Maybe it was a full gear. No, it was a different pay per view. The pay per view before full gear, they had a match, and that's when he got hurt. <laughs> like he jumped off, uh, <laughs> cracked his head on the floor, yeah. and then there was another match where he like he slammed the chair against Guevara's head or something. It was a concerto. <sighs> and uh, bringing that back. Yeah, bringing that back. Lord. That's rough. See, that's the thing that like AEW has been doing. Like, I think they've been they've been really hitting uh, WWE with some stuff, like corny stuff that the WWE would do. Bringing their superstar. I mean, I understand if you're bringing a superstar that was with the WWE, it's because you want you want them not just get a chance, but you want them to bring some kind of talent to your promotion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like the whole thing with Miro, aka Rusev. Like he's not doing anything. He's not. He right now right now he's aligned himself with Kip Sabian to be a tag team. They're going after best friends, which are just another tag team that was uh had a program where they were running for uh, they were going to be a champion but they lost. And um it's just it's it's the pro the problem with AEW is I think they're trying to do too much. Like if that makes sense, they're trying to do too many storylines. Like last night in a raw, what storylines did we see? We saw Ricochet and we saw Retribution. Mm -hmm. We saw a lot of the show was based on Retribution because you saw Retribution yeah. with the Ricochet. And then you saw him again with um, uh, your chick, Dana oh, Brooke. Dana Brooke. Yeah. Mia, Yim. Mia Yim's mask comes flying off. Ali's cursing her out. Which I shit. think, like I said um, before, I think she's going to get kicked out. I don't who really so. care. I mean, okay. But good for her. Ret Retribution. <laughs> Here you go. Is like put, put, put a hole in the wall. No, no, no. It's it's just a waste of a lot of time, not just for for everybody, for else. everybody, but like even wrestling fans, because the anticipation of us knowing what Retribution actually was was very <laughs> yeah. mysterious. This yeah. very eerie. Who is this? There's thirty people one day, but now there's four. There's twenty girls, but there's only two. Mercedes Martinez is back in NXT. Mia Yim is talking. She still has her blue hair. You know it's her. Dominic Dijakovic gained 82 pounds, and now he's fat. You got <laughs> yes, Dio Madden it. coming back. You have Shane Thorne, who just talked for the first time last night. I forgot he had it. An and then accent. you got Mustafa Ali, who doesn't know what the hell he's doing with his character. I don't see anybody else joining Retribution. Do I see Ricochet doing it? No. I see Ricochet digging himself a grave, okay? I mean, you know, in, in another sense, these guys are getting time. So they say they are get getting time TV, and good but, for them. They're yeah, getting time. Absolutely. But like how much of that can the traditional wrestling fan stand? 
before on a, uh, yeah, before you start to turn on them and, and it's yeah, like okay. The good old double turn. You hey, know what I mean? I'm I'm waiting for those uh that uh WWE Elite Retribution collection to come out. <laughs> I would not buy that. You know they're making a Rob Gronkowski figure? What? Yeah. Really? Uh series eighty two, I think, or eighty one has a Rob Gronkowski twenty four seven championship figure oh, just of, of when he just, won it of just, when he won it at wrestlemania just stop it already. yeah they do it's coming out man i can't i just i'm over it you i'm not i'm not surprised that they're doing it that's why i think if they do come out with retribution toys you got to buy them because they're going to be collectibles i don't know you don't think so do i really want to buy a toy that says slapjack on the front why not <laughs> why not or and t-bar, t-bar. <laughs> and mace, and mace. Mace Windu. Yeah. Like, I can see them making Mustafa Ali dressed up in the Retribution uh, uniforms. Yeah, because they have a couple different Yeah, but I don't so. think anybody's invested. They finally have their own merch. They have a shirt now, which is very weak sauce. But, um, again, you have you have that stable. You have – you. they are clearly defined of why they're there, but then nothing's happening. They're right. losing matches. What's really going to happen with them? If they cost the championship match, then we get excited. If they become tag team champions, then we get excited. But I still think that the Hurt Business is going to beat the New Day for the titles eventually. It could be a TLC but I, that's coming. It I has think to happen. That, it that has was the setup to on Monday. Happen. Yeah. And Cedric. I think they did it again. One because we wanted to see that match yesterday. We thought we were going to get that last week, and not another title match. And for them not to go over in that match last week was uh, pretty bad. So I think they kind of tried to right the ship a little bit. And you'll have it at TLC, and they will go over. So that's fine. I'm fine with that. Just... I will jump up and down like a little schoolgirl, <laughs> right. just just so I know that the New Day are not champions. <laughs> don't stop. Just stop with them, honestly. <laughs> the train keeps going, baby. The, the, the train is going to be stopped. I'm going to fucking take the wheel off or redo with a train. It's going to be disabled. Give Big E the keys you, to the you, car. Let you him derail go. Derail the train. That's I'm derailing the train. Whatever the hell it is, I'm going to derail that train. I'm going to look at Kofi and say, "You're not going to do this anymore." I'm looking. <laughs> I'm going to look at Xavier Woods and say, "I'm looking at Xavier Woods and say, you go on G4. You're a video game guy. You be what you do best and stick behind the camera or in front of the camera as to talk about video games." Kofi, you're a good wrestler. Don't get your Jamaican accent back. But do something different, please. <laughs> and then well, I'm going to tease that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and then I'm going to look at Big E uh, and yes, say, Big E. Let's go. Let's go. Stop. <laughs> start fighting Sami Zayn. Win the IC belt. Yep. Get new music. Bring get new, back the five count. Bring back please. the five count. AKA, that's a, that's a tribute to King Kong Bundy. Correct. And to Big E, uh, where you count the five instead of three. And, you know, they're technically after five seconds. But get a new outfit. Get new music, get a new demeanor, cause this shit ain't working anymore. This shit is done. Yeah, have your little Black Friday commercial with the New Day. Talk about all the shit that's on for sale. I don't care. New Day's End for it. the kids, man. They're no, for the it's, kids. Not, it's not for the kids. You don't, you want to know what's for the kids? Not the New Day. <laughs> slapjack. Sla- no, it's slapjack not slapjack. No, um, the Fiend will be for the kids because he is turning into a face very soon. They are clearly setting up Randy Orton versus The Fiend, and Alexa Bliss 
if you notice, there's a lot of theories from last night's opening promo. Why is Alexa Bliss doing this? Why is she doing that? Is she really the weakness for the Fiend? Because did you see the Fiend's face when he was in when she was in Randy Orton's arms? Well, I mean, it was kind of hard with the mask on, but yes, you know what I mean. I like, could, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yep. Now he's going to be a face. Who the Fiend? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They were they were teetering that line oh, yeah. for quite some time now. So um, this is the best work that Alexa Bliss has done. Between her acting and her wrestling, whatever you want to call it, um, this is the best thing that she's doing. And we got we teased they teased it in the beginning, but didn't go back to the well a lot with it. I think it's going to be a slow burn till we get the match at TLC, mm-hmm. which should be well. Kudos to Randy Orton for playing mind games with um, with the Fiend. Probably the first person to do it. Um, you know, in all likelihood, Randy Orton is the person who could do it, playing those mind games and getting the one up because he's such a veteran. He's such a snake, you know, no pun intended. Yeah. The Viper. Um, so it's fitting. So everything that they're doing right there actually works. I don't really find a negative in that. They brought up the old stuff, which is where the storyline is. Everything for the fiend has been about, um, I hate to use Please use word. the word retribution. Thank you. That's right. That's why. Yep. So it's all about retribution for the fiend or Bray Wyatt for all of the characters that he's taken L's to basically over the years. You know, we had Cena, um, uh, who else? Uh, Daniel Bryan. Um, you know, we haven't had the Undertaker. Unfortunately, it doesn't what? look like we're going to have that. Of what? Where he gets like over on the Undertaker. Oh, the fiend? Yeah. No, Taker's done. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, so Take, he's, Taker's he's, doing cameos and he's I, done. I seen that. I seen that last week when I was here. Uh, I think you showed me right before I left. He's done. Um, so he's going back and righting the wrongs from the past before we see him move forward, which is you know what, fine. Um, get your comeuppance and then move forward because there's plenty of other places you can go with this character. Um, more people to feud with. So you know, I, I'm. I'm digging it. I really feel this angle right now. I'm I'm digging the fiend hard. I'm digging the fact that he's well. I can see because of all the toys. And oh yeah. Well, I got I got Bray material. Three more coming. Um, I'm really liking what he's doing with Alexa because this just gives him another part of his personality, another yeah. part of his character. The Firefly Funhouse. More with depth. Him. The more depth that you give me makes it more believable. Mm-hmm. And that you're a character, and one you're going to be here. For uh, he a while. is. He is one of the best characters in wrestling. He's always been a character. Yeah, he's always been a great character. Yeah. He right now is on that. He he's two faced. Yeah. He's Mister Rogers. Correct. And he's the fiend. Yeah, we've never really had something like that before. No, we haven't. I, feel, I'm, uh, I mean, we've had wrestlers. Kind, we've had wrestlers. I mean, yeah, Foley, I mean, Mick but, Foley. But I mean, you know, but we we've had wrestlers switch gimmicks like Taker did. Yeah. And then go back. Look at Seth Rollins. Shield. Architect. Kingslayer. Beast Slayer. Beast Slayer. Uh, Messiah. Messiah. Yep. You know? That, you you don't see it much. Well, women. Becky Lynch came up as like this Irish wrestler. The last kicker. Last kicker. Then the man. I'm not going to lie. Now the mom. Now the mom. Not going to lie. Hot take for the episode. Don't do it. I'm happy she's not there. Hmm. You know what? I'm good. When, when people I am go, good when, without Becky Lynch. When people go away for a while, 
it's a way to reset everything. If you were, you know, you're just wishing she would go away way back then, and now she is, it's uh, it's a uh, palate cleanser. It's nice. It's nice because, you know, obviously everybody else gets opportunities, and then you forget about that person. And then when they finally come back, it's like, okay, now I'm excited again. I would rather, Before, I was like, oh, God, here we go again. Yeah, but why does Lana have to get the opportunities? Uh, Hey, man, I don't know. Why Lana? If if, why Lana? If Naomi is healthy right now, like if she's healthy, maybe something we don't know about. But if she is healthy, it's just a disgrace that she's not getting the opportunity. Yeah, because she's got more talent than like, five of those other I, women. I man. think that she's legitimately hurt and coming back from an injury. Well, I, I hope that she gets better because I, I like, I love her as a wrestler. Like, she's great. Um, getting there on the microphone, um, great doing backstage stuff and great in the ring. Um, mm-hmm. She actually was like, she carried the division for a hot minute. She did when she was on SmackDown. Yeah, she really did. So let's not let's not. Uh, she was two time SmackDown Women's mm-hmm. Champion. She won. Let's the, not forget she that. She won the SmackDown title at uh, uh, WrestleMania, WrestleMania in Orlando, know. right? Yep. In her home. Town. Yep. Yep. Took it off Bliss. I mean that was that was gonna happen because she got hurt and then she came back and she won it again. But yeah, then she right. dropped. Then she dropped it to Natalia. So right. Um. Yeah, I mean, I really hope that these women get the chance. And yeah, really, me too. And I really hope that. I just don't want to see Lana on television anymore. It, it, yeah, it, it, not for me, man. Not for me. No, it's not for me either. It's horrible. Yeah. Whatever. So, well, this was fun because we got a chance to, to wing it, baby. Just to wing it. Uh, when you read the description, it's just we're just winging it. So, hope you enjoy this episode and. This is episode number 35, it is, um, or almost we're 50, so that'd be pretty cool when we have our little 50th episode. Wow. We'll, we'll do a countdown and flashback to all of our funny moments, which just consist of talking <laughs> about the Outback and... The new day. Do you remember when you called Bailey Karen? That was a funny moment. I listened oh, yeah. to that. Well, like, I mean, that was like the th- the thing. The she Karen. still looks like the Karen. Yeah, she's arguing about why didn't she get sauce with her wings? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> she's the Karen. Can I, can I speak to the manager? Can please? I speak to the manager, please? Right. Yeah. But um, not just this episode, but all of our episodes you can find on Apple Podcast and Podbean. Uh, to anybody out there that listens to us on Apple Podcast, can you please write us a review of the show? Not just the show, but maybe the specific episode. Any questions, any comments, any concerns, you can always write us. Cries of outrage. Cries of outrage. Uh, and you can also email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. Yes, we will be coming to you again next week. We don't know what day. but Another giveaway. Another giveaway. December giveaway. December giveaway. Uh, when Santa's we, in his bag this month, guys. Let's yes, go. Yes, Santa's in the bag. Uh, when we post the topic for next week's episode, we'll throw something in there about the giveaway, whether it be a question or whether it be... Whatever it is, but uh, you, the listener, will win a lucky prize, and we will shout you out. On if you give us, if episode. you send us an email, or if you write us a review, let's put it this way: send you're us more an email yeah. to uh, win this. Here, 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 here's a little cheap pop. If you send us an email or write us a review, you're automatically in the pot of winning the prize. Correct. Right. So we're gonna do that, and then we're also gonna have maybe a little question or a little scenario where you, the listener, gets to answer the question, and we will determine the best answer. Also. Right. We will pick the names out of a hat. No, not the satchel out of a hat. Uh, check out the wrestling satchel at the end of this month. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a good holiday one. Um, and 
I'm Thomas Lisi, one of your co-hosts, as always, joined with the most handsome man in the room, Alex Drayton. We, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. Oh, no, I couldn't think of anything <laughs> funny this time. Uh, okay, we, we are Sense of Football Radio, and we are out for today. Take care. Dig it.